0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.
1: This episode of Real Estate is Your Business is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio.
2: Hi, I'm Stephen Abdelhamid, the CEO of Live With. What I love about the real estate industry is the idea of helping people with a major decision at various points of their lives. And uh, having a huge impact on that is something I'd love to do.
3: Problem: Roommate opportunities are often short-term sublets of additional rooms. This can lead to unstable situations with people with whom you might not necessarily be the right fit. It's about filling a circumstance instead of the perfect match. Bad for renters and landlords alike. What if you could connect with someone on your same wavelength and collaborate in your search for a living situation together? Real roommate collaboration. Coming up, you'll hear how the demand for this service not only exists, but is resonating so well a company solving this has already had a surge of early adopters and brand partners
1: without any meaningful marketing. From New York City, you're listening to Real Estate Is Your Business, powered by Preview a smart online real estate brokerage providing expert advice without the high fees. With Thomas Kutzman and Scott Pollack.
3: Uh, Stephen, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And LiveWith is focused on roommate matching. Why is that a a new trend to be focused on as a technology? So, I think that I believe
2: it's eighty per eighty eight percent of millennials are currently living with roommates, and I saw an interesting number the other day. I think it was uh, four per uh, that that millennials have four percent less wealth than their preceding generations, and that's that's a macroeconomic trend that that isn't about to to shift. And and um, so I, I really think that it's not only a a a matter of choice or preference it's it's a necessity in in most urban cities not only in in the states but we're seeing this trend in europe and in other uh continents in in the world at large so i believe that uh having a mechanism to to rent and and find stable accommodation uh long-term accommodation is is important from a, a roommate perspective. And and that's something that perhaps has been lacking until until now.
4: And so when you think about the classic experience of finding a roommate, like maybe describe what that was like and how you think that was broken and what kind of br- brought you to start a company focusing on a new solution to matching people together.
2: Sure. So traditionally, um, and I've been through this many times and and hated it, um, you would have to go on to Craigslist and and there weren't many people at all. And until this day aren't many people just posting a, you know, a a a post with themselves as a potential roommate looking for other roommates to rent apartments with. Rather, what you found and what you still find are a bunch of sublets that you could you could go and you could find a room that's available for two to five months roughly and right. and you could rent one of those. So basically, what you'd you'd have to do is rely on other agents to who were talking to people like you um, that was you were that was also looking for just one room for a longer period of time, hoping that you were looking at the same pair uh, for the same moving date rather and uh hoping that you were looking in the same location in the same budget and then you'd have to be matched and that process alone took two weeks one to two weeks before you'd even set your foot in a place and kind of considered any apartments
4: together and so these were real estate brokers who were showing people apartments and and they'd be the uh the source of like oh i got someone for you absolutely you're both looking at the same time you should get to know each other right uh, and, and in fact that's uh i i was um a co-owner in a
2: in a real estate brokerage before I started my app. And in fact, that's one of the things that our company, uh, did, um, they manually matched roommates off of Craigslist onto these long-term leases. So, yeah.
3: And, and is that how you arrived at realizing, wait, we're already matching roommates manually? How do we automate this process?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's exactly it. And, 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 um, and that naturally led to to looking at what the most efficient ways to to do that in the in the midst of carrying out a rental. Yeah,
4: absolutely. And so now, correct me if I'm not doing justice to describing live with in a proper way, but I would say it's a, a kind of the Tinder or Match.com of roommates. Is that a fair way to describe it? Where you're kind of seeing profiles of people and enabling them to say, "This is someone I'd want to live with." Um, and then, you know, so where where does it go from there? Can I tell us about the experience and what benefit does someone get by being able to kind of flick through and swipe on a bunch of different people? And how does that augment the process? Absolutely. So uh,
2: you're definitely right with, with one of the major two things that, that Live With is about, which is finding that roommate match that you can actually live with and, and have a fruitful relationship with, because um, that is a, a fairly long-term relationship of one year or more. Yeah. Um, so so that's one part of it. The second part of it is really this huge trend towards towards um, everything being available and, and transacted online. And so that's really the second part of the process that Live With tries to capture or captures is the ability to to consummate an entire rental through our product and not have to leave our product? You know, people tell me um, that that real estate is a uh, is a and rentals specifically are very very high touch business um, that require many different touch points and and a a mold of of kind of. Um, technology advancements and softwares and also human interaction where you meet the person you show them the place well my my point is and I think what live with uh, encapsulates is it shouldn't have to be um, it's not the technology technology isn't advanced enough to kind of take us there it's that sentiments and powers that be uh, perhaps don't have an incentive for it to be so Currently, but that's changing. So, so that's a long roundabout answer. But, but just coming back to where, what you asked me, and and so yes, you first roommate match, and then once that match is created based on you you swiping right uh, on, through a Tinder-like process, and and both swiping right on on each other, you're then able to chat through the app and see all of the apartments within our database that fit you and each of your matches' combined preferences.
4: So when I think about roommates and my own experiences in college and after, you know, I'm sure I am like most people who've had a roommate and have had some terrible experiences, right? Even people that I knew and I thought I'd connect with, you learn something along the way. So how is it that you guys are matching people? And what are those attributes that make people a good match for living together in their most intimate space? So I I think that's,
2: uh, that's data that we are always... In uh, iterating upon and and collecting and learning about, um, we've been launched for a little bit over a year and certainly have made a lot of progress in that time on our algorithm and and the things that we take into account. Uh, we do use some machine learning on top of of those questions that we do ask, but so we we look at things like fundamental things like budget, desired living location, um, move in date, um, whether you have a pet or not um whether you're a smoker or not so these are kind of fundamental things that just general compatibility exactly if so, if these any of those things that i just mentioned don't fit you you can't stay together whether or not you have some personality differences so so we do currently take into to account several characteristics uh such as cleanliness um and and um uh whether whether you care about somebody else smoking in your place um and um jesus um
3: so the so with obviously without going too deep into the algorithm itself but so right. based on these attributes you're match you're you pre- presenting different opportunities to people as potential roommates is it similar to like tinder in that like there's a the double blind you both have to swipe each other to then you go into messaging or how how does that work yeah yeah we do it that way
2: and we took that very conscious decision of making it that way and it was because of my personal experience and my experience seeing uh my my the brokerage that i co-founded operate um is that people are are just ravaged by by Inundated by so many emails when they're they're looking for a place and and, and responses and a lot of t- to keep track of and a lot of scams and so forth and so we believe that this kind of it uh, it filters out all of the people that you wouldn't be interested in living with in the first place even though we may think that they are a good match to begin with you may not based on various characteristics that you know we're not currently able to to touch and. And that should be that should be your choice without having to be uh, you know spammed.
3: And how does it go from that first pillar of matching? So you've matched, you've you know, you have a great conversation with potential roommate. Okay, let's move forward. How do you move from that first pillar to the second pillar of actually finding an apartment together?
2: Right. So you know, um, this is something that I that I am really excited about within our product, and that we're you know innovating around a lot more too. But essentially, we, we have various ways of presenting all of the apartments within our database that our algor- another of our algorithms kind of determine are the best based, of your, based on your combined preferences. And from there, you're able to immediately then go into actually scheduling these viewings together. Or, and this is where you know we, we're implementing this currently, you can actually go in and instantly lease them collaboratively. Mm-hmm.
4: So I'm curious, though, about how self-aware people really are when it comes to, you know, their preferences and their own attributes, right? People probably are not willing to always say, of course, I'm a slob. Therefore, I need other slobs to live with. They're probably like, oh, I'm, I'm clean. In yeah. their own way, they they may be, but comparatively, they're not. Right. And I guess, how self-aware are people and how often do you find people finding a disconnect Uh, After the fact with how compatible they might actually be with other roommates, Um, whereas up front, they think they're compatible in your algorithms as they are, but in reality, maybe they're not. Right.
2: Yeah. I I think that um, one of the things that we've decided to do is the way that we phrase these questions are so that if you choose one or the other, you're not necessarily offending your... Yourself right. in doing so. So as opposed to clean and dirty, we say uh, clean or not necessarily interested. I, I believe that's how we word it, something along those lines. And and we do find that you know people are very people do pick. We also have an option that says e- that's either, which means that you know, I don't care either way. It doesn't matter to me much. And so we find that. A lot of the people, a lot of our users, are actually making a decision point on one of those two things, and and um, so it's hard to know until later whether they're actually you know choosing what they are. Um, and you know that's that's perhaps a limitation uh, that that will will be able to evolve and uh, kind of learn more about as as we grow and and become an older company
4: and any fun stories about matches that have occurred that have led to great positive things or perhaps some fun horror stories <laughs> um
2: so luckily no no horror stories as that's of the yet. Good stuff is. yeah <laughs> Um, but, and we have had, had several of our users reach back out to us and, and admittedly early on in their, in their rentals uh, as of yet, because we haven't been around too long yet. Uh, but with very, uh, very happy experiences and, and thanking us so much for, for helping them along the way. So, so I take that that wasn't bad at
3: least. And you're coming up on that one year mark, or just maybe you're just past the one year right. mark. So what is that readoption rate? Or how do you ensure that you know, this, the repeat customer the stickiness, of the customer, like, do you have to do you feel like you have to reacquire them every single year? Or is there uh, just a natural there? You're seeing them come back? So we have actually we, very, very um,
2: happy. We just uh, began that cycle. And, and, uh, but happy with how that's transgressed without us having to necessarily do much because until this day we actually have not spent much Well, I say much we haven't spent any money on marketing or put any much any efforts into that as of yet all of our growth has been completely organic and through word of mouth um, so we have seen that but um, as far as mechanisms that we we intend on implementing um, so that's that's online rent payments. That that's one. But we also have these brand partnerships that we've we've managed to form with various ancillary services to moving, um, like you know laundry services, food delivery, um, even things like you know um, online streaming and and so forth. Just things that millennials, Generation Z renters would need living in a new city.
3: And do, does Live with act as the broker on the? the actual renting portion of the transaction how do you how do you make money doing doing this so currently uh we are we are we
2: have apartment landlord subscribers and property management subscribers who have their products featured throughout our platform um and and we create leads for them um, our view is to move to a more Airbnb-esque model. That's, uh, once we've completed our end-to-end process, that's certainly how we <clears throat> intend our kind of intend on furthering that, uh, that relationship with them and how we believe ultimately we can provide the most value at the end of the day. Um, we also have these brand partnerships that I mentioned. And so we do have uh, some, some deals worked out there. Um, and finally, um. Oh, sorry, I mentioned the Airbnb's one. Okay, yeah. So those yeah, so are it, the three. Yeah, from three The, the
3: Airbnb comparison makes sense because there is like a verification and there's a trust factor between you know the different sides. But rather than just being one guest, one host, you're almost you know co guest precisely versus host.
4: You know, so something that comes to mind when you talk about all the kind of post rental services that you guys are partnering on. I'd like to dig in that in a second, but I, I can imagine that's where a lot of the sh- the strife that often causes roommate issues to to arise and for those roommate ships to devolve is splitting the rent or buying more toilet paper or cleaning the dishes right like so where are some of those areas where you have found roommates start to fray the relationships that is and uh, and are you guys trying to solve that
2: so it's something that we haven't gotten to to yet uh, <laughs> as a as a core core kind of additional focus um. <clears throat> Although just to shed some light on that, it's that cleanliness is is a huge one. Cleanliness and and just uh, the the lifestyle as far as when do you go to work how, and and the amount of sound you make after a certain time. Those those are the two main sticking points that you know. Once you're actually in there, you know you've settled things like budget, living, look, all that stuff is done. Those are the two main.
4: Big two night owls are better off than than two early birds. Or yeah. do you want to do you want to mix and match? so You never see your other roommate.
2: Uh, no, see the problem with that is that unfortunately you'd have to say New York apartments they're not massive, and, and so you know somebody's up at three a.m. They're probably making some sounds, and and if somebody's going to sleep at ten a.m. ten p.m. every night, they're not going to love it. And yeah. uh, you know, been there. Done
3: that, so personal experiences like that. I can (laughs) name
4: several names (laughs) that we'll hold from from college and beyond.
3: This is great, uh, great kickoff so far, as far as you know, roommate matching idea. And coming up, we'll dig a little bit deeper into the partnerships aspect of your business and how that adds value to you know the renters on your platform. Uh, But first, you know, you've been kind enough to bring a snack today, which is you know custom on the show for snack time. Um uh, what did you bring to share today? So uh I brought these
2: chocolate balls from a place called Fika, uh which is a Swedish uh coffee shop here in New York and I'm from Sweden originally. Haven't been home for years and years, so Definitely miss it. This felt like be on
3: home soil for so just a, a second. This is a
2: taste of home. This is a taste of home.
3: And what brought you here from Sweden was school, just desire to live in America. What was what was the genesis of that? Yeah, I always had a, a crazy desire to live in
2: America um, ever since I was a little kid. Um, but but other than that, what actually you know practically it took me here was was university. Uh, at the end of the day.
4: What school was that that you went to?
2: I went to Berkeley College. Okay, it's um, a university right here in, in uh, New York. And So you had access to all of your
4: smorgasbord of uh, of delicious bites from home.
2: I did. I, from... I did. And I, I was really, you know, caught by surprise that there were things like that here. You know, Sweden isn't a major country by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination well, and yet we, there's uh you know there's a presence
4: IKEA did bring forth an appreciation <laughs> it, it, for it it, it did and uh, there's all those and stuff, and
3: stuff and it's amazing exactly very cool we're going to dig in thanks a lot we will uh we'll be right back
0: are you looking to buy a home in New York City get more with previews industry leading smart buyer rebate Seamlessly search listings on Preview's end-to-end buyer platform, purchase your home with the expert advice of a local agent, plus receive up to 2% cash back thanks to Preview's smart buyer commission rebate. Smart buyers get more with Preview. Go to PreviewApp.com backslash buyer. That's PreviewApp.com backslash buyer.
3: Steven, you had touched earlier on the concept of partnerships as a way to enhance the platform for the services that renters will need. How did you get into that? Um
2: how did we get into that as a as a So, we were thinking about you know, what are the in, in trying to help somebody with that first initial problem that I mentioned at the start of this podcast with with uh, you know solving their living situation um, I think that a crucial part of that is all of these surrounding elements to living in a new city because essentially when it, unless you're moving within a city and even if you are in a place like New York each block is different I mean anybody will tell you, um, I think it's it's crucial to have all of these fundamental aspects uh, set in in place, and really from that idea, um, the partnerships were born.
4: What tell us a little bit about these partnerships? The degree that you can talk to who you're partner with, and like what's the exact offering and structure of those?
2: Sure. So um, some of the partners that we currently have are Cleanly, um, Hooch, uh, Lemonade Renters Insurance. Um, Via the the ride sharing app, Lisa the the mattress. So these are these are some of the the partnerships that we've had over the the past uh, uh, months, and um, and uh, the way that they're structured is that basically if somebody and we have different deals depending on on the partner, but it's uh, it's it's. Uh, it's a cost per 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 lead or a cost per click, basically, is what we've got.
4: So the, you're referring business to these varying service providers that are uh, additive to the experience. They're, you know, cleanly, you're getting apartment cleaning, or at least <clears throat> you're getting mattress and sheets and things like Absolutely that.
2: Absolutely correct. And, you know, with a view to evolving those partnerships uh, to a kind of a, a package subscription type deal upon somebody's uh, you know, rental and an upsell
4: kind so, of thing. So, you know, a lot of companies that start think from the early days, like where you are now, they're like, oh, we're going to go do partnerships. We're going to go attract lots of companies that are going to work with us. And I think, you know, my background in business development and partnerships is that oftentimes people think... Uh, they can establish partnerships, but they might be kind of on a wild goose chase, an early stage where it's hard to get other companies interested in work with you until you have proven that you're interested a company that would be interested to work with. So how did you go about getting some of those deals as a company that's you know less than a year old?
2: Yeah, you know, um, some of those negotiations started before we launched, I believe, or, or just about the time that we, we launched. Um, and I think it's it's really talking about it no actually uh, they they were right after we launched um so it's it's really um it's it's about convincing the partner that our target markets are aligned and at the end of the day there is usage constant usage and and and, and traffic on a monthly basis um i think that that provides kind of intent marketing for these for these partners and and what I mean by intent marketing is that in a lot of situations when you see ads like on Facebook or whatever it may be, you have no intention of of doing anything other than you know seeing what your grandma did last night, per, for example, right? Uh, whereas if you're on our our pro- platform, you are definitely looking to live somewhere and you're looking to move and sh- and soon as well. So there is that um, kind of. In, intent to to move and thus all of the things surrounding a move are all of a sudden just as interesting to you as moving and so why not provide those
3: those avenues yeah, along uh, the, the along right the process right, right place right time right audience there you go
4: so i mean it sounds like early on you're able to demonstrate to some of these partners that you had an audience that was coming on a regular basis so you had an asset to offer some value to offer to your partners yeah. so that suggests that the early on you got some traction yeah um, that also well, kudos but like tell us a little bit about those early days how that traction came about what did it look like and what do you think drove people to live with so early on yeah
2: um, I think it's it, and I, I, I would say that it it remains until this day that the options that are available out there are are sublet based and and so so in 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 having a product uh, an app as it were that allowed users to allows users to go through the entire process and and have a kind of a long term rental is something that that wasn't necessarily available and so without any kind of you know marketing or or anything like that and and I wish I could say say more than organic growth and word of mouth yeah. but we had uh, you know we had our first thousand users within a month and yeah so
3: and what markets are you in currently did you start in a specific neighborhood specific borough are you only in new york yeah so right we started
2: in new york as a as a whole uh manhattan the 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 five main boroughs right um and then we we opened up new jersey about eight months later, nine months later or something like that. But not not um New Jersey, the entire state, just kind of the metropolitan area um surrounding New Jersey City, Hoboken, et cetera. Precisely, yeah. Yeah.
4: So I mean the fact that you got pretty quick traction as a very early stage startup with a new app that uh, you know, can you found some early adopters pretty line? It suggests to me that there's some zeitgeist that uh you're kind of latching onto. And you, you referenced in the very beginning of the conversation that, you know, income levels for millennials are lower than they were for the prior generation and that is suggesting that there's a need to room with others more than perhaps there had been in the past like are you seeing trends at a generational level that are motivating people to live together or more than they had more for a longer time than they they previously had et cetera?
2: yeah um i think you uh you you mentioned one just there um I think that the fact that our generation, well, my generation, millennials, um, and uh, is is to has, take note of the fact
4: <laughs> that I don't know if I qualified in that category. <laughs> I didn't
2: want to make any judgments. <laughs> um, so, so uh, they the have they yeah. they definitely have less wealth, and and it comes from a a couple of different things, I believe, and and one of those things is is more debt um, starting. Their first job later than previous generations, um, therefore holding on to that debt longer. Not the debt be- meaning like student loans. Student from loans, yes, p- precisely. I should have specified. Yeah. Um, and the, meaning that they're pay- they're taking longer to pay that off um, with with interest, um, and thus home ownership gets pushed down the line, mm-hmm. and and that also means that marriage gets pushed down the line. So I think all of these factors contribute um, to, and also the fact that there's urbanization going on and, and you know, that 75% of, of people are are estimated to live in, in major cities by the, by, by the year 2050. I think all of these kind of um, symbiotic macro trends are really uh, the driving force behind 88% of millennials living with roommates these days. So no longer are we going to be talking about a rental process where you're looking for an apartment and then you go and rent it. It's going to be you look for a roommate and then you look for an apartment and then you rent it. That's the way of the future.
4: And it's interesting comment you made about marriages getting pushed back later because I think about, you know, the in my parents' generation and all of our parents' generation, a lot of times is you got – you married right out of college, and that was your roommate for life, ideally. <laughs> there you now, go. Roommates there is this, always been a thing. Yeah, this in-between period, which is increasingly getting longer and longer in your 20s and 30s even, that roommates are a thing. I mean, I guess, is that something that didn't really... That's a problem that didn't really exist 30 years ago?
2: You know, I think as and that's another uh, a huge trend is is you know as the the world's population grows inevitably real estate becomes more scarce and apartments become more scarce and so this means that people have to uh, rents have to go up per apartment it's just logical right it's blind and so, right and so how do you circumvent that well either you build more units well there's a cap to that and and uh, or you have more people per unit and and really i think that's what it comes down to that's the that's the solution with least hurdles uh
3: with within the not only the generational shifts but also the you know the longer period of time of renting what other hurdles are you watching out for that as a company you can help people solve that they don't even realize is a problem yet how are you stay, staying ahead of the curve on future problems within roomating within roomating yeah so
2: i think um colla- collaboration the 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 ability to live and and kind of collaboratively rent as a larger group than is is currently thought of within one apartment will become a reality in the future seeing more people per unit more for example right now what two or three people inhabit two bedroom apartments so from my point of view, um, we'll we'll get to a time when, when five people perhaps live in two, three-bedroom apartments. And
4: how will that look? And does that mean that the way that spaces are built has to change? Does, or does it mean the way that people live in the existing spaces have to change, or some combination?
2: I think definitely a combination, and we're already seeing that. I mean, a lot of these hard asset-based co-living startups are, right. like, common. And, and so, and outside, and Star City, and these... these um, uh, other co-living innovators are are taking that approach. They're building differently to accommodate this trend that we've been speaking about and and that's certainly a, certainly a, a a one solution to to the problem.
4: you know so a lot of people look at these types of you know co-living solutions and the, I guess in a somewhat deriding way, say, oh, they're dorms for adults um how do you view that is that is that an apt description is that a derogatory and, and un, unnecessary description or is there some truth to it
2: they actually throw parties for you <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that sounds great well if that's what a dorm for adults is then it's not a problem um i think that yes it probably is uh it, it's probably traditionally been like that right and 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 the 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 main early adopters of this kind of living are younger people. They are millennials, and uh, although that age limit uh, we can all, already see is increasing. In fact, I think I saw some some adult senior room-mating, um website the other day. So it's a, it's it's something that you know is going to grow to fit in the entire population of people i believe well after you get you know above a certain age that it is a trend that that will be latched on to I, I think early adopters as i mentioned are are the millennials their lifestyles are going to be different than the older people uh than than you know 40 50 plus um so so currently you know if you look at an individual basis on all of these uh housing units um and and see the constituents they probably will have a, a you know a, a dorm like lifestyle, but I think that as that evolves, um, uh, you'll see different types of houses.
3: as it, As it relates to when we think about generational trends, we're talking about millennials. What is the key demographic in that age group that you're seeing on your platform? It's definitely twenty to twenty to
2: thirty, um, and middle to to high income, and and that was
4: surprising. Because <clears throat> so middle to high income, as opposed to people that might be a little bit harder pressed and need roommate for economic reasons, people that actually have some disposable cash,
2: right? And also, there's probably a logical expir- explanation to that with our platform in particular because we don't offer sublets, and normally sublets are where you don't require to sign, aren't required to sign a lease, go through background credit checks, and so forth. Where you see perhaps. Um, uh, people with lower income being more prone to to kind of reaching out and, and renting those places, whereas these more long term apartments, the ones that we feature on our on our uh, platform, do see a, a kind of they definitely have a need for credit checks and background checks and application and all that stuff, and so it just uh, it does perhaps logically then draw a mi- mi- middle
4: income to higher income uh, I suppose also user. it's the supply is presumably higher in apartments in New York City that, that are, you know, going to be only in a price point for people that match. So it's cause and effect and sure. you know, causality correlation.
3: No, I mean, those are those are some great insights on, you know, the trends you know, you're seeing from your vantage point, uh, you know, building product for renters. Uh, and coming up, we're going to go a little bit deeper into learning more about you, Stephen, and uh, see, uh, see the world through your millennial uh, lens, if you will.
0: So uh, we'll be right back. The superior audio quality on Mouth Media Network is powered by Sennheiser. And as a listener, you can receive a 25% discount on virtually any headphone, microphone, and other high-quality audio product available to purchase directly on the Sennheiser website. Just visit Sennheiser.com and enter the code Mouth Media sen that's MouthMedia, S-E-N-N, at checkout.
1: Keep up with the show on Instagram and Facebook at Real Estate Biz Show and with hashtag MouthMedia. Plus check out all of the Mouth Media Network shows at MouthMediaNetwork.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Stephen, not
3: to put you on the spot, but you mentioned earlier you're originally from Sweden. Where do you prefer? Where in your life have you preferred living more, in New York or in Sweden? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Sweden. I was younger, you know,
2: less responsibilities,
4: happier days. (laughs) Sweden. You know, so you've come over to the U.S. as an immigrant, as an entrepreneur. So, you I know, mean, what has that experience been like for you, especially given the somewhat fraught political environment that we're in right now, with immigration reform being something that's a very touchy and hot subject at the moment?
2: Yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been a struggle in the sense that, uh, you know, there there are a lot of hoops uh, um, that need to be jumped and and. Um, hurdles that need to be overcome as, as an immigrant looking to have a business in this country and and being here being here even when for small things such as just raising money mm-hmm. um there are a lot of considerations that need to be made as a as a as a you know immigrant company owner uh so to speak um, nothing, nothing that would impede anything like that, but just things that need to be taken into account by me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so it's definitely different than just, you know, being a citizen and starting a company that which, you know, I, I, those people are very lucky. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what I would say.
3: Now, as it relates to your your co-founders, were, you know, are they also Swedish or did you meet them in college? How did you, what's the relationship like between you and your co-founders? Right. So my, my co-founder,
2: Jean Silva, um, I met him, you know, I was just ransacking my entire Facebook page for somebody who knew anything about building, building up a, a website or an app, you know, back in the starting days because I certainly had no clue about anything to do with it. Um, I taught myself uh, shortly thereafter, but at the point at that time, I didn't. So my contact list was very limited, and I I met him through an acquaintance, um, and you know we we've been working very closely ever since. It's been two we launched a year ago, a little bit over a year ago now, uh, but we've been launching we've been working together for about two to two and a half years. So,
4: and you said that before you started live with you uh, co-founded a brokerage. So tell us about the story of how you got into this This business in general, both the tech side and the and the real estate side more generally
2: it had to have been when I was living uh living with uh someone who who managed to pee outside of out of his window and with my window being directly be- below his and it you know feeling the slight breeze of his piss uh, brushing against
3: say, my this, face this isn't where I expected this story to go that's that's a that's a
4: chance acquaintance <laughs> I mean yeah, a lot of people had people pissing out windows that's how they got in the real estate business I get it <laughs> So, so, you know, crazy
2: enough, crazily enough, I, I wanted never to experience that nor have anybody else experience that ever yet. So you
4: got a taste of terrible room, <laughs> is essentially what you're that, saying, it, is
2: your entree it, to the space. Essentially, essentially. That's, that's what made me want to, want to be part of,
3: of real estate in the, from the get-go. Yeah. You felt the pain. Yeah, I felt it, the pain. I think this is, that's probably one of the best, uh. Getting into real estate stories <laughs> I've heard so far, and we've, and we've had a bunch of them now. So that's, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether I should mention that, but, but well, how, okay. so
4: okay, let's hear the stirring conclusion of this tale. This is how did you find this roommate, and then how did you get out of a situation when you had someone who peed out of a window yeah
3: how do you break up with a bad roommate oh, luckily he
2: broke up with us uh he was a little bit of an outsider in our apartment because he did some things like that it wasn't a you know unfortunately it wasn't an isolated incident it's never the first uh, time <laughs> right right it kind of can't Works imagine what else there, he's capable right. of right um, so, so he, he ended up leaving by himself. Um, and the, the way I actually got into that situation was exactly what, you know, I, I started off saying was through Craigslist, you know, just, uh, and it took time. It, it was, oh, it was a
4: stressful as hell. Uh, but, um. The idea of the Craigslist roommate search yeah. definitely brings to mind the idea that you're going to find someone who pees out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's presumably the problem that many people have faced right, that right. led to the attraction you're getting. I'm right.
3: surprised there's not a reality TV show similar to like a MTV's Catfish that's just purely based on you oh, know, Craigslist great, interaction. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right.
4: No one else take that. We're starting the show <laughs> yeah. right after the podcast. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it sounds like you can go find us a technology person from your Facebook account. Um now this is that's I mean I feel like we almost have to you know finish on that on that note, cause that's the most yeah, know, interesting uh, real estate story I've heard in a while. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'd like to give all of our guests uh, an opportunity to leave us with a final thought. Uh, what would you like to share with the audience? Um, I'd just like to put out
2: that, you know, even though it may seem like a long shot, and if you even if you're, you know, like me, not from this country, uh, if you put in put in the work and and um, and you have an idea that is is worth pursuing, um, and a vision, you can truly succeed. And you know we're we're even close to closing on our first major round right now. And congrats and uh, thank you. And um, so so you know, um, reach for the sky.
3: That's a, uh, it's yeah, very touching as a, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur, like when you, when you get approached to, to, for investment, that's a, uh, that's a great sign of, of accomplishment. So, uh, how can our audience connect with you, the company, what's the best way to reach you?
2: So, um, my, my personal email is, is a, is a great way. Uh, you know, if you want to get in touch with me and it's Stephen at livewith.com stephen uh is uh spelt with a v and um our our company company twitter handle is is at at Live with app and so is our instagram twitter handle so uh we can definitely be contacted on you know any of our social media accounts uh in that manner as well
3: excellent yeah we encourage everybody to reach out uh and yeah thank you for joining us today this was a you know very interesting conversation on the roommate. Roommate world and how it's changing. And thanks uh, as always to our listeners.
1: And for Scott. Bye, everyone. I'm Tom, and real estate is your business. You've been listening to Real Estate Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for this show, or to become a sponsor, email us at show at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Real Estate Biz Show. That's Real Estate B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, real business.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network and brought to you by Preview. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.